You'll open your books, your uh, Bibles, to Psalms chapter 96. We're going to have a reading this morning before Dusty talks to us about singing. We've been talking about spiritual disciplines, and we're going to talk about the spiritual discipline of singing this morning. Psalms 96 says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Proclaim the good news of His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the nations, His wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the people are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before Him. Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due His name. Bring an offering and come unto His courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before Him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The word also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. He shall judge the peoples righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and all its fullness. Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. Then all the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord. For He is coming, for He is coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with His truth. Brother Dusty. Beautiful song we find in the book of Psalms. There's so many. As uh, as he said, we're talking about spiritual disciplines we have for a while, and I was given the topic of singing. Um, you know, the first song, the very first song we have record of, was a song of salvation. It was led by Moses in Exodus chapter 15. You can read that song. It's, it's a song that he's, he led right after God led them out of captivity in, in Egypt. And they, he parted the Red Sea. And when they got to the other side, they sang this song. And it, it begins, I will sing to the Lord, for He has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider He has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song. And He has become my salvation. And it goes on to praise God and thank Him for this awesome salvation that He has given them. That was the first song we have recorded. And after this, many songs were written. And we have songs in the Old Testament about how God saved them and when He would lead them out of captivity or in, in, in famine and, and, and wars. They would usually write a song. And the psalmist David wrote hundreds of songs, like Psalms 59, when he said, But I will sing of your power. Yes, I will sing aloud of your mercy in the morning, for you have been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. To you, O my strength, I will sing praises, for God is my defense, my God of mercy. David poured out his heart in these psalms. And we can really 
see His heart when we read them. Have, have, you, ever, have you ever heard a song that just seemed to say the words that you felt but you didn't have the words to say? But the feelings that you were feeling just seemed to come out in this song. David seemed to have these words. And there have been thousands of songs written from his words. And we are so blessed today to have so many great songs. You know, if you're a Christian, the one thing that's not going to change after you die is you're still going to be singing praises to God. That's not going to change. Pretty much everything else will, but that won't. Singing praises to God is eternal. We'll do it forever. So why do we sing? Why, why sing? Why not just say the words? Well, certainly the melody in a song helps us to remember the words. Have you ever, have you ever known a song and tried to just say the words? It's hard. It's hard to say a song. When you know the song, but if you, can, if you can sing it, you can say all the words. You can remember those words. And certainly that's been a reason that we sing, is we can remember the words. Another reason, maybe another more fundamental reason for singing, is perhaps the reality of God and Christ and heaven and salvation maybe these are just too big for us to just say the words they need to be shouted they need to be shouted by everyone lifting up their voices at once these are big things these need to be shouted they need to be sung and it should be the most joyful noise we can make. And I've never heard a more joyful noise than the sound of a good gospel song. What we sing about deserves this. We sing to praise God. In Psalms 96 that Yancey read for us, it talks about how all of creation will praise Him. Everyone and everything. Have you ever had something you just felt you had to say? I just had to say something. Maybe someone gave you a gift. It was very, very generous to you. And, and you really needed that. And you felt like you had to say something. You had to say thank you. You had to. Or maybe, maybe you was in a car sometime and, and you, were, you were riding with someone else was driving and they get a little distracted and you see a car pull out in front of their lane and they're about to hit that car. At that moment, you would feel it necessary to say something. The words would just come out. Stop! Look out! We're about to die. That's the kind of praise, the singing 
we get in Psalms 96 and other places where creation just lifts up its voice and praises God. It's like when Jesus, remember when Jesus was on the donkey and He is going into Jerusalem. And people were singing hosannas to the, to the Savior. They were lifting up their voices. And people and the leaders said, make them stop. They told Him to tell them to be quiet. And Jesus said, if these were to be silent, immediately the stones would cry out. Someday, someday all of creation is going to praise Him. Is going to lift up in song. And we can do that today. You and I, we can do that today and, and we need to do that. We need to praise God. Another reason is to teach and to build up. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 15 says, what is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit and I will also sing with the understanding. When you sing, think about the words you're singing. Think about what you're, being, what you're saying. Really think about it. And let, let those words influence your emotions when you sing. In Colossians 3 and 16, it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. You know, we can sing alone and be lifted up. We can sing alone and praise God. But singing with other Christians has the added benefit of encouraging one another, of uplifting one another, comforting one another. You may not be able to get up in front of the congregation and preach a sermon, but if you have a tongue, if you have a voice, every one of you can lift up and encourage and admonish and teach this congregation. By singing. It's uplifting. It's encouraging to me to hear other Christians praising God. Isn't it to you? It helps. We all need that encouragement. Especially in the world we live in today. You know, most of the world looks down on us. Our faith is not popular today. We know that. But it's been worse. It's been much worse. In the 1500s, what was popular back then was the Catholic Church. And what the Catholic Church said was law. And there were people who read the Bible and Realized that what God said in the Bible wasn't what the church was preaching. It wasn't what I am being told to do. So they started preaching what God said instead. Well, the Catholics saw this as a challenge to their authority and they began to persecute these people. 
even torturing them when they refused to turn back to the customs that they had made up. And they would kill them if they didn't renounce their faith. And in, it was 15... It was, it was 15, 1563. There was a man named John Fox that wrote a book that recorded a bunch of these martyrs. And a lot of these sufferings and death that happened since the apostles, he wrote down and recorded what happened so people would remember. And there was one case where there was these, this man and three women who were who were tortured and executed. And their only crime was they refused to do what the Pope says when it violated what the Word of God said. They wanted to follow God instead of this Pope. And for that they were executed. And he talks about how they, all four of them, they were tied to two stakes. And they lit it on fire. And as they burned, they, one of them started to sing a song, praising God. And then another joined in, and then another. And soon all four of them were lifting up their voices in song, praising God, looking forward to their salvation that was coming so soon. And as the flames came, they lifted up in joy their voices. They died with joy in their hearts, singing. Now if someone, if singing, if singing is that powerful, if singing can cause someone who is being burned alive to forget their troubles, what can it do for you? Can it not lift your spirits day to day, help you throughout the week, to get over whatever you're going through. Sing to the Lord. Praise Him. Singing will lift you up. It always will. So how should we sing? How does the Bible say we should sing? In Ephesians 5 and 19, it says, Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Studying for this sermon, I tried to go through and and read all all the passages in the Bible that talk about singing. And when I did that, I started to see a common theme throughout all of these verses that talk about singing. There was one or two words that just seemed to be in every one, and that is thankfulness. The idea of thankfulness and gratitude for His grace. Almost everywhere it talks about singing, it talks about thankfulness. We should spend our lives being thankful. Not worrying about what we don't have, what someone's going to take away from us. 
But what we have, what God has given us, we have so much. And, and we should think about these things and sing about these things. That's what we're supposed to do according to the Bible when we sing, is be thankful. James 5 and 13 says, If anyone is cheerful, let him sing. You won't be cheerful very long if you're not grateful. If you don't continue to be grateful, you're not going to be happy. Not for very long, anyway. It's the reason we sing these songs. Be thankful to God when you sing. Also, it says to, to be great, to sing with gladness. Jeremiah 31 and 7 says, For thus says the Lord, Sing with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief nations, proclaim, give praise, and say, O Lord, save your people, your remnant of Israel. When you sing, don't just say the words. Put some feeling into your song. Singing should be an expression of joy. You know, if, if today someone was able to take away all your pain, or someone offered you the perfect job that you always wanted, or someone just said, gave you a million dollars, would you be like, thank you for the million dollars? I'm sure that will be useful to me. No one would reply like that. You would be, thank you. This is awesome. Man, I can pay off all my bills, my house. There's people that can really use this money. I can help them. Thank you. Thank you. So when we sing... Are we like amazing grace? How sweet the sound. We need to sing with joy. Sing, lift up your voice to the Lord and be happy when you sing. Be glad. Let your emotions show. You know, when you're singing to the Lord, you're replying to someone who's given you way more than a million dollars. He's given you eternal life, riches of heaven beyond anything this world could hold. It was a gift you couldn't purchase, so He paid for it with His only Son. He deserves some gratitude. He deserves some emotion when we sing about it. Sing with gladness in your heart. Shout as loud as as loud as you can so everyone can hear. As we read in Psalms 96, sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations. His wonders among all peoples. We need to sing. You know, if you lived 
in the house I grew up in, almost every day you would hear this high-pitched voice. And she wasn't always in tune. Sometimes she'd forget the words. She would sing. As she worked around the house, mom would always sing. And she never preached a sermon, but she preached to us every day when she sang. Your children will remember this if you do this. People remember stuff like that. Sing to your children. Sing to people you love. Sing about your salvation. Sing about Jesus. Sing in your car on the way to work. Arrive at your work grateful, with a grateful heart, ready to serve the Lord. Because you're serving Him. See if that doesn't make your day go better. It will. Sing in the shower. Sing when you're happy. Sing when you're lonely, when you're sad. Sing when you're worried. Singing will always lift your spirits. If you don't like singing alone, put in a gospel CD and sing along with that. Don't let the negative, profane, ugly, miserable, all these negative words that this world is filled with, don't let that fill your heart. Don't let that determine how you feel. Fill your mind with thoughts of grace and thankfulness. Sing of the joy and hope you have. Sing of all the blessings you enjoy and will enjoy forever. Fill your minds with words of thankfulness and the love of God and sing. This is the sermon I have this morning. I I hope it's been useful to you and encouraging to you. And I hope you will sing more during the week. Sing every chance you get. We're going to sing this afternoon. And I hope this afternoon you'll be able to be with us and we'll join your voice in song. Right now we're going to sing an invitation song. If there's something on your heart that you've been struggling with and you are finding it hard to overcome this alone. We'll be glad to pray for you. We pray, be glad to pray with you and, and do what we can to help. If there's a spiritual need you have, please come forward now and sit on the front pew as we stand and sing.